1: Hi, I'm Elisa Gardner, host of Develop Your Character, brought to you by Camp Broadway. We'll be bringing you candid conversations with theater educators, industry experts and insiders, and savvy parents. geared toward helping culture-loving kids and aspiring artists become great performers, both on and off stage, at every stage of their lives. Our guest today is Colleen Jennings Rogensack an arts leader and visionary, who for the past 26 years has been the Executive Director of ASU Gamage and Vice President of Cultural Affairs for Arizona State University. Colleen also chairs the Broadway League's Diversity and Inclusion Committee and serves on the American Theatre Wing's Excellence in Theatre Education Award Selection Committee. She is a founding and current member of the Creative Capital Board and a senior advisor to Hermitage Artist Retreat and Women of Color in the Arts. She was previously president of the Association of Performing Arts Presenters and served on the National Council on the Arts at the bequest of President Clinton and is a life director of the Festival. Colleen is also a former dancer and choreographer who is currently Arizona's only Tony Awards voter. Um, I could go on with your accomplishments (laughs) and various awards you've won, but we only have 20 minutes, so I will jump right in. Thank you so much for joining us, Thank you, Elisa. And it's fitting that you are our first guest because 20 years ago, you were also the first presenter in America to recognize that Camp Broadway could be an effective program to engage kids and parents in the community with your theater. What did you know then that others had not realized yet? You know, it was so exciting
2: because... The first time I actually just came to New York and watched Camp Broadway in process, I knew that something special was happening. And it wasn't just a camp activity that you were sending your child to, but it was a deepening of the roots of musical theater, a true American art form, in young people. And I have a daughter myself. She's no longer little, but she was a Camp Broadway camper. And partly what I learned from that is that you instill and plant that seed for theater at that young age, it stays, it blossoms, it grows, and they become lifelong supporters of theater, of art, and culture. I would also say what's really fascinating is they learn how to take risks and how to put themselves forward with a group of other young people they didn't know and create something marvelous in a short amount of time. So what better way to have young people not only be dedicated to art, culture, and Broadway, but to understand inside of them is a creative being who's capable of problem solving on all levels.
1: Yeah, it's a very collaborative form as well, musical theater, which teaches them that.
2: Just so exciting. And also it teaches them to take the unfamiliar And make it familiar and that's what i think is fabulous about broadway and about the fact that understanding each other through each other's stories is what's really truly exciting and you learn that at a young age and that the theater is a place where you can become familiar with the unfamiliar you take it with you outside of the theater into your community into other schools into other situations
1: yeah. What, uh, what role does Camp Broadway play right now in your community? Well,
2: what's so exciting is we presented Camp Broadway with our Gammy Award. And it's the award who it's gone to David Stone. It gone to a number of Broadway Sue Frost, a number of Broadway luminaries, George Wolfe, that says these individuals, this organization, not only brings a legacy of Broadway, but they are also the future of Broadway. And so for us... To continue to do Camp Broadway, it's really critical that people know how do do you access, how do you get in, that there's a place for you to come in, and that there's a future. It isn't about the past. We love the classics, but it's also about the new voices, and it's also about looking at work like Oklahoma through different eyes for the first time. Mm. So our commitment to Camp Broadway is one that is about keeping this American art form, musical theater deeply rooted, but also giving it breath and air so we know where the future goes with it. It it is an integral part of what we do, not only in the theater, but in our community. And in fact, you only have to do it once, and then then (laughs) you have to say, maybe we should be doing two weeks or three weeks because there are so many other folks. But the beauty of Camp Broadway is once And it also mixes in with all the other theater. Diane Paulus said, we are one village, but we live in different houses. And often it's thought of you're not in New York, and it's not New York theater. You know, it's it's not the true experience. But what happens is people will come, young people will come. They'll be engaged in, in Camp Broadway with us. They will also see a show. But we can't take every child because we get It fills up pretty quickly. So then we ask them to go on and look at other. We have a Lort Theater in town. They run a camp. So we we actually refer young people there as well. Um, I just think it is the gift that keeps on giving and keeps a community knitted together.
1: I wish we had a visual on this because your face is so lit up. (laughs) in your many industry roles, you've worked with you know every producer associated yes. with the shows you're working with. Um, how do they work, the producers, with presenters to connect their shows to local audiences? And can you offer us any examples of innovative programs you've seen, something maybe along the lines of linking Hamilton to history or Wicked to anti-bullying? Right. And, yeah. it, and it's great that you brought up Hamilton. In the first
2: national tour of Hamilton, we did the EduHam program. And we had 3,017, that's how many seats we have, middle school, high school students who spent a semester learning about the time period, creating their own work, performing that work in front of the cast, and then seeing Hamilton. We worked specifically with Title I schools, which meant those are schools in underserved communities. So many of these young people, this was their first Broadway experience. What we also find is, It is critical to us, and I just want to bring up Camp Broadway again, that we tie Camp Broadway into a show. And whether it is we have The Lion King coming up next, which that's kind of a no-brainer. But we've also done things like Porgy and Bess. So they, they do have a sense of the classics, but they also have a sense of a world and a time and a place where injustice, had a great impact on a group of people. And as young people, you know, from ages 10 to 18, that's kind of extraordinary for them to hear that, have a discussion about that, come and see the show. And what I find that's really important is anytime we can link any of our programs, we have a program that's called Kaleidoscope at ASU Gamage. And we work with students and teachers, again in Title I underserved communities. They we create curriculum, they come and see see the show they've studied and we always do it on a Saturday so that in between the shows the cast comes and eats with them and then we have a discussion about education you know we don't necessarily talk about the show but the education that the cast has had each of the students have written about the importance of education and the work they're doing and these young people in our kaleidoscope program are the young people who maybe took a D and turned it into a C A young person who maybe couldn't come to school every single day during the week and they learned how to start coming to school and we open up a world to them we have another program which we call school to work where high school students come again from our underserved communities and they learn from the staffs marketing development tech work production work how to put a season together Then they see the show and they take that show and build it around and do those other things. And then they see the show and they walk away with a sense that, oh, I may grow up in this business, but maybe on the stage isn't where I belong. That is, it's equally important that I am in front of the curtain or
1: behind the curtain doing work. And it gives them, as you mentioned, you know, a great sense of history. I think that's something about musical theater. You mentioned Porgy and Bess. You could go to Rodgers and Hammerstein's work or a lot of current stuff. And, um, you know, beyond theater, there's so much they can learn.
2: Well, and I think one of the things that's really critical is everyone has a story. And for your story to be on a stage, it brings importance to the work. Also to understand that we live in a very diverse community. We live in a very diverse world. It's not becoming diverse. It is diverse. And so when you see a show like Mamma Mia and there's multiracial casting, all of a sudden you say, oh, I understand now that our lives are intertwined. And until you see that, you don't recognize that. Until you've seen your first African-American Cinderella or your first Asian mermaid in The Little Mermaid, you don't realize that there are places for everyone in this world that we live in. And that is so extraordinarily important. And it's the one thing that theater
1: does for young people. I know you've um, you've done a lot to champion diversity. Uh, have you seen a lot of improvement on the local level with the productions you've worked? You know we absolutely have, and I can even remember the
2: first time we done *Mamma Mia*. Many, many times, and the first time there was a young African American young man playing the fiancé, and he came out and he walked across the stage, and I I love my audience, but I could hear a collective, and then it went. Oh yeah, it's the fiance, but it's that you know, it's that moment of like, oh yeah. I mean, obviously with something like Hamilton, you just go, oh yeah, of course, George Washington was a black man, right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he was. <laughs> um, so I think that you are able to to see those changes, but also there are a lot of different things happening with the various Broadway organizations that are helping to undershore those changes. I am the co chairperson of the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee for the Broadway League. And we have several programs, but one of them is called the Broadway League at PAM Diversity Program. Young people of color come and work with a company manager from load in to load out. So they learn not only about the finances that happen and do settlement, but they understand what it means to work with a cast. They understand what it means to go on services, where actors go and perform school shows and do a number of other things but they learn about the business and that there's a place in the business. We had one of the very first in uh, Jeremy Gillette, the very first Broadway League at PAM intern. We now have six of those interns who are working in various com- uh, offices in and around Broadway in New York. We also have just had two Broadway fellows who have are people who have careers and they're kind of on their way, but they want to be ingrained in this business And two of them are actually now working and have jobs right here in New York City working for production companies. So that's an exciting way to say Broadway is about everyone, for everyone, but it needs a little push to say everyone should be included.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's great to hear that that progress is is being made. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you uh, your own daughter, as you mentioned, was a camp Broadway and you've had to juggle work with family. Yes. Um And your daughter is like crazy accomplished now. Yes, <laughs> She's she is currently yes, she is. pursuing her Ph.D. at Cornell. At Cornell. Wow. OK. She and it's been, I know various other amazing schools in her background. Uh, and you've paid tribute to your own parents. Um on, on various occasions and encouraging you and encouraging your siblings. What's
2: well, really great, my dad was in the military, he was in the Air Force, so we lived all over the world. But our parents gave us, and both my parents have passed on, three gifts. And these are the three gifts. The first gift was, you will be a success if you just broaden your horizons. So that meant when my parents said, your very first musical theater you're going to see is Gypsy, with Ethel Merman, I was like a little teeny tiny kid. What? Yeah, you can you believe alive. that? Come I on. was alive. <laughs> I look good for all of our, our <laughs> listeners. I do look good. But, but so they said, we want you to see that. And then we heard Leonard Bernstein conduct. And we went to hear Peter and the Wolf. And we saw uh, Madame Butterfly in the old mat. And uh, my parents believed that art and culture would always be a place for us to be at home. So no matter where we were in the world, the minute that curtain went up, we were at home. So that was a really brilliant thing on the part of my parents. The second gift they had was you must give back and you must give back to the community. And I believe in the work that I am doing both at ASU Gamage with my incredible staff, but also here in New York with the Broadway League, we're announcing a new program called Let's Do Broadway. We announced Viva Broadway, which encourages Latinx, people to engage in Broadway, and we'll have a new program for African Americans called Let's Do Broadway. And so that's me giving back. That's me saying I had parents who kind of pushed me along the way, and I found my way here. My mother always said, you stand on the shoulders of those who came before you. So I like to think of all those kids who came to Camp Broadway are creating those shoulders that that next generation that's going to stand on. And as they go forward, the next generation will stand on, and they'll stand on my shoulders. And then the third thing, gift my parents gave me, which I think is really important, and theater is a place for it. My dad always said, get a job. (laughs) He used to say, you can't hide from work. So find the work you love and do that. And I think that Broadway Theater and culture is a great place for a young person to work. And all of you parents who are listening to this thinking, oh, no, my child's not going to become a starving artist somewhere, you don't have to starve. And you can use all of those skill sets that you've learned from camp all the way up as you go forward.
1: Yeah. at LuckyLandSlots.com.
2: Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Um, well, you're talking about your work with producers a little bit before, yes. uh, which is relevant to what we were just discussing. And in what other ways can producers work with education directors and community outreach departments uh, at theaters around the country?
2: You know, one of the things that's great, and I'm going to shout out a couple of names. Kevin McCollum is one of those folks. Tom Fortell. Sue Frost. We actually came in with their shows, and we set up lunches, and invited people. Anyone who was interested in theater in the business or the particular work that was playing, and they had a talk with them. Through that, and we all know we get where we are in the world because we knew someone who opened a door for us, and as a result, in my case, our Arizona State Sun Devils, our young people were able to meet these preeminent producers, make relationships, call upon them to say, hey, I'm thinking about this. Can you point me in a direction? In fact, um, one of our young people, Jesse Hickson, now uh, works for Jack Eldon at Disney. but, But before they're very inventive, before they did this, he went to every single producing company in town and left his resume. Ken Davenport, who does a program, he does a webinar about this business. He was remarking in one of his webinars, well, there's this really adventuresome young man who just showed up and (laughs) dropped off his resume. So immediately when I heard that, I called Ken and said, his name is Jesse Hickson, and now you need to meet with him.
1: (laughs) You knew. (laughs) I knew, I knew.
2: So I think that's one of the ways producers do that. The other way they do that is they support their casts, and when they are in our communities making themselves available. First and foremost, the most important thing, there's nothing better than a hometown kid. So if someone is from that hometown, they generally go back to their high school. There's generally a lot more press generated because here's hometown kid does good. But also they encourage them to teach. They encourage them to engage. One of my favorite actors on the road is uh, Richard Thomas. And Richard will come into a town, and by the end of the day, he goes, Colleen, I just met these 20 people, and I'm inviting them to the theater, and uh, I'm gonna go speak at this church, this school, this, you know, mall opening. And I just go, he is so good at that because he so loves it. And the play is also equally an important part of our community and what we do, and he loves it so much that he is out there. So yeah. that's what's very exciting,
1: yeah, I just saw Richard Thomas in the Great Society yes, he is he's excited. a wonderful actor. Anytime he's a terrific I see actor. him in anything, so it's great to hear he's a good then, guy He's as a well. great road yeah.
2: warrior, too because yeah. he will go out with Twelve Angry Men, he will go out with a number of shows
1: that really are straight plays that open people's eyes to that oh, that's that's terrific um Because your experience and your accomplishments have been so vast, you could probably advise young people pursuing any variety of goals um, in theater and education and business. Is there one piece of advice? I mean, your parents already provided us with a few through you, uh, but it could be anything else general or specific uh, that you'd like to share. I think one of the things that's really important is that you have passion
2: because passion will get you out of bed in the morning. A job title, a big role on the stage, a uh, fancy house won't get you out of bed in the morning, but passion will get you out of bed in the morning and get you through the rugged spots you would go through. And case in point, when I applied for my first administrative job in the theater, Shelton Stanville, who was my mentor who ran the la music center and then wolf trap and a number of other places 200 people applied to be a program director working with him and i went in and i met with him and i talked about my passion for dance and a number of other things and he hired me and i said to him you know 200 people here and some of these people have way more experience than i do in contracting and booking and negotiating and those other things and he said no but they didn't have passion he said you can teach anyone to sell widgets but you can't teach someone passion. So passion means you love something, but you also have a deep knowledge, a deep understanding of what your passion is that you bring to the table. That will carry you a long way.
1: Did your passion for dance, for choreography, lead you to where you are now? Oh, without a doubt. Mm -hmm. I
2: started out as a modern dancer. I thought all my life I want to be surrounded by dance. And actually it was dance that led me musical theater because i decided to delve into the whole world of presenting and i knew i would always present dance and it was through one of the theaters that i worked with they said well you know what we want to build a musical theater program and i was like okay (laughs) so i had to like take off and figure out how that works and what we needed to do, but it was through dance. And dance today still remains a passion for mine. And what's really great and really exciting is you now see the blend. I was a modern dancer. One of the most prolific and amazing choreographers on Broadway these days is Camille Brown. Oh, sure, and, you know, yeah. and Camille has done so much work from Once on this Island to Jesus Christ Superstar on television. She's doing the at uh, the Met. she's working on for Color Girls who considered suicide when the rainbow isn't enough at the mm-hmm. public. And Camille was one of those young choreographers who I actually brought to ASU Gammage and then began I commissioned two or three of her company's work, her, her work. And now we're very good friends. And now she's off and launched on this Broadway career, which is amazing. And the first African-American woman choreographer since Rent on Broadway. Oh, you're kidding. I am not kidding. Wow. I'm not. So yeah. I do think your passion can lead you places that you didn't know you wanted to go.
1: Wow. Well, you are definitely proof of that. Um. Since the title and mission of this podcast is Develop Your Character, what does character mean to you? It's a word that can encompass a lot of different things.
2: You know, I think character means one, you have a deep understanding of who you are, and irrespective of the environment or the support or not support you have, that you remain true to that person. Character also means that you have a responsibility to more than yourself. I often believe you must belong to something greater than yourself because it means that the world doesn't revolve around you, but you help the world to revolve.
1: That's a great way of putting it. I don't think we could wrap on a better note than that. Thanks again, Colleen. And thanks to all of you who've tuned into this episode of Develop Your Character. We're always looking for listeners' input, so if you have a question or an observation about Colleen, about something we've discussed with Colleen, or anything else theater or character-related, you can check out Camp Broadway's Facebook or Instagram page. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, you can leave a review on iTunes or share with your friends on social media. And for more information on Camp Broadway, Broadway's original destination for theater-loving kids, check out our site at campbroadway.com.